0: Are you ready, Ma? I, I hope so.
1: Are you ready, Christine? I think so. Listen to the story. It's been five weeks. I hope our 15 listeners didn't bail on us. Um, We are going to Chicago. It was filmed in L.A., but they pretended like it was in Chicago.
0: Oh, I hmm. thought it was in an any town USA type yeah.
1: situation. We are doing 1999's American Beauty. Lester's wife hates him. His daughter, Jane, regards him with contempt, and his boss is positioning him for the axe. Look closer as Lester decides to make a few changes in his life. The freer he gets, the happier he gets. But Lester is... About to learn that the ultimate freedom comes at an ultimate price. Where mm. mm. do uh, particulars, please?
0: American Beauty. It came out on September 15th, 1999. Oh, she knew that.
1: That's why we're doing it now.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, exactly. I w-
0: I wanted to wait another week, really, but I know. You know, it's been a while. I was a freshman in college. I'd just gone to college. You yeah. had. It's directed by Sam Mendes, who is known for his dark reinventions of stage musicals, such as 1993's Cabaret. And he also did Oliver and Company and Gypsy. Um, This is his directorial debut for a film. He also did Road to Perdition with Paul. Paul
1: Newman. Skyfall and 1917. Wow, (laughs) 1917 was,
0: yeah, because, okay, right? It's going to be be like, I've never, like, this was so, these notes were taken so long, though, so much has happened, especially (laughs) with this. Okay, the screenplay is by Alan Ball who also wrote Towelhead, Uncle Frank, and created Six Feet Under
1: and True Blood. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm.
0: He was also an executive producer of the film The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. And when I was doing these notes, that was when... So uh, anyway, the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks, in real life, she's a real black woman whose cancer cells are the source of HeLa, capital H-E, capital H, little E, capital L, little A. And that's the first and most commonly used immortalized human cell line because due to mutations, these cells that were hers, they kept dividing. So they were very important to research because up until then, cells outside of the body, they would just die. But because of her mutation, they were able to, that's how people were able to come up with a lot of other things. But her cells were taken without her knowledge, and she died in 1951. And it was not illegal in 1951 to harvest cells without the patient's consent. So, HeLa cells were used by Jonas Salk to first test the polio vaccine. They've been used in cancer research, AIDS. Like, pretty much everything that we're doing now goes back to these cells. And her family never saw a penny of any of this. Mm -hmm. Another example of a black woman saving the world. Um, There's a movie, and in the movie... It's called, this is the movie because uh, Alan Ball was an executive producer on it. You can watch it, it's on Max. Um, and she is, Oprah's in the movie, and she's, Oprah plays, I think, her daughter. In the movie, Henrietta Lacks is played by Hamilton's Renee Elise
1: Goldsberry. Goldsberry. Mm-hmm. Also in Friends Five Ever, because mm-hmm. Forever isn't long enough. And then when I was writing this,
0: I wrote this on July 29th, this year, 2023, and this week, and this made me get chills back then because the family came into an undisclosed Mm -hmm. settlement with Thermo Fisher Inc. of Massachusetts. Thermo Fisher Inc. is a multi-billion dollar company that continued to commercialize, aka make a shit ton of money after the origins of the Gila cell line became known, after it became known that this woman, they took this, like they took it and they were never compensated, nothing. Um, And it only came out who Henrietta Lacks was in 2010, a reporter named Rebecca Skloot. She published the book, The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. Um, And so then, since then, the family went... And they have been suing over a hundred pharmaceutical companies. And it, it I, I think just this week, her oldest son passed away, but oh. he, he was at least alive to, to see that, that settlement and stuff. So, and then it was very interesting because this week I went to get my mammogram, every crucial catch, everybody should go and do that. And when I was, um, I go to a higher learning institution that is known for research. And before I went, I had to watch a video about um, if I wanted to give consent of once they take my samples and everything, do you want them to toss it or are we allowed to use it for our research and and Mm. like you won't be compensated for it. But they had to ask, which was something that they never did Mm -hmm. for Henrietta. And I was like, yes, go, please take thank you for asking i give my consent um but like so many people made so much money yeah off of that it is just it's astonishing um the film is edited by tariq anwar who also did the madness of king george the king's speech and one night in miami and Christopher Greenbury, who also did The Day of the Locust, and There's Something About Mary and Dumb and Dumber. The music is by Thomas Newman, who did Jumping Jack Flash, Fried Green Tomatoes, The Sawshank Redemption, and Elemental. The director of photography is Conrad L. Hall, who, man, we've done so many of his movies, Harper, Cool Hand Luke, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Day of the Locust, and Searching for Bobby Fischer, just to name a few. The cast, starring Kevin Spacey as Lester Burnham. He was in <laughs> the Oy usual, Day. the usual suspects. Um. He, in the, in the, do you, we got to do the usual suspects. We has, do. One of the uh. greatest film quotes of, of all time is the quote, the greatest trick that devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist. Which so I was just like, damn. Uh. He, Kevin Spacey was also in a time to kill midnight in the garden of good and evil and house of cards. So there have been so many accusations against this man In 2021, he was found not liable in an Anthony Rapp lawsuit. Um, He was found not guilty in the British court of nine charges. Mm -hmm. In 2020, his production companies were ordered to pay $31 million to the studio that produced House of Cards for violating its sexual harassment policy. He appealed that, but that request was denied. He has an estranged older brother... Who is a Rod Stewart impersonator in Idaho? Oh. He goes. Go, brother. <laughs> um his brother says that his father was a white supremacist and a neo-Nazi who sexually who was sexually and physically
1: abusive to them. Oh, okay. That's not that doesn't make it okay, but no, but
0: it's like a hurt people hurt people kind yeah. of thing. So it's kind of like wow. all right. Um yeah. He, so I listened I listened to this whole podcast series that was done about the Anthony Rapp case. And it was just very interesting because um, Kevin Spacey doesn't throw anything out. He has this warehouse. So he was kind of able to p- go point by point on these, uh, like, accusations and, and say, wow. like, um, oh, well, you said I was in the bedroom watching TV, but i was in this apartment at this time and in that apartment the bed was sure. like here so it was it was stuff like that yeah and so it was stuff where it's that it's that whole thing with the criminal like the limitations of the criminal justice system and kind of how it's broken and kind of just the different ways of how people are able to get away with things but i still didn't feel like like um i don't know it just didn't i wasn't like ah this man is innocent i was just like oh he found a way uh, around like he was you know like it's just uh, i don't know i it just there's because maybe there's, he is but exactly. maybe he is but there's so many different hmm. other things that have come up that you're like well yeah. he's not a he's not a saint you know he's not but who among us are um he does appear in the flight logs from Jeffrey Epstein's private jet from the early 2000s that was yeah. referred to as Lolita Express. Oh, but there's a lot of people, apparently, were on the Lolita Express. So mm-hmm. take of that what you will. I just think that it's very... Just all very interesting.
3: Yes. Yeah. There's, yes. A,
0: there's a lot of stew and there's there. Probably... Something that we're not good at in the society is nuance because it's, uh,
1: I think there's a lot of weird gray areas and that kind of thing. One gray area is okay, so he was a pack rat. He kept everything because he knew that he was going to need it later. <laughs> I, I'm, Did I mean, there's, I yeah, there's, there's, there's. there's this I, and that. Who knows? I just
0: think that he had a very interesting problematic childhood with somebody who obviously uh, was a white supremacist and neo-Nazi so we're spouting off a whole bunch of things yeah. and from people who knew him in um in school he it seemed very early on that he was one of those people that um had the duality thing going of mm. obo- and you could see that was a wave maybe to yeah to cope and stuff of of doing that but also it's then you're watching this and it's kind of like well did he like is this what makes him such a great actor because he's a great actor but how much of it is acting and then how much and then that brings us to um Annette Bening who I'll use this as a segue because I don't think like she's able to act and we haven't heard any super problematic exactly. things of Annette Bening, So That doesn't
1: mean there aren't any. But exactly. we haven't heard them. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So Annette Benning plays Carolyn Burnham. She was in Bugsy, The American President, The Grifters. Upcoming. I am excited for this. You know I love biopics. She's going to be in Nyad, where she plays Diana Nyad, the famous long-distance swimmer. Who swam around Manhattan, and when oh. she was 64, she swam from Cuba to Florida, and I think the film is Ooh, being those directed- are Shark Waters too. Exactly, it's being directed by Jodie Foster. Oh, oh. wow! Mm-hmm. So I am I'm very excited for this. We have Thora Birch who plays Jane Burnham. She was in Hocus Pocus mm-hmm. and Ghost World, and Now and Then. We have Wes Bentley, who plays Ricky Fitz. He was in Four Feathers, or the Four Feathers, The Hunger Games, Mission Impossible Fallout, and most recently, Yellowstone. Mina Savari, she played Angela Hayes. She was in American Pie, Slums of Beverly Hills. And this is a little... Put this in your cap and remember it for a little later on in the episode. She plays Jane Weinman in the upcoming Reagan Biopic, a biopic I am not actually looking forward to, even though I love biopics. Reagan is being played by Dennis Quaid. Uh, And the lead singer of Creed is going to play Frank Sinatra. Interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that wow, that is okay. So, uh, just probably not one I'll see.
0: Yes, just keep it in mind for what I'm going to get into later. We have Peter Gallagher as Buddy Kane. He was in Sex, Lies, and videotape while you were sleeping, and the OC. Allison Janney as Barbara Fitz. She was in primary colors, the help. I, I Tanya, the West Wing, and the TV, the sitcom Mom. She can do anything she can. And remember, she was uh, is tootled a word? <laughs> Tutelage, tootled. She was taken under their the wing by um, Joanne Woodward and and Paul mentored? Newman. Yeah, did mentor.
1: you just freeze on the name Paul Newman? I did. Newman?
0: I did. I was like, Paul. Oh,
1: you need a time out." I do. So I don't know if tootled is a word, but she was well, uh, okay. I like "mentored." <laughs> mentored. <laughs> tootled sounds a little. Like, maybe something we don't want to get into. (laughs) Back to Kevin Spacey.
0: Oh, Chris Cooper as Colonel Frank Fitz. He was in Matawan, A Time to Kill, an adaptation. Matawan. Always amazing. Oh, Scott. love him. Mm -hmm. Scott Bakula is uh, one of the Jim and Jims. He was in Quantum Leap and Necessary Roughness. And then the other Jim in the Jim and Jim couple was Sam Robards, who his father is Jason Robards and his mother, Lauren Bacall. Hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew that. I think you did. (laughs) I forgot
0: sounded like Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, he was also um, in Maximum Bob, which was a great show. I, think oh, was- I loved
1: Maximum it Bob. Was it was,
0: arc- yeah. Yeah, a season. but a, What a great season. It was. And the West Wing. And those are the particulars.
1: Well, those are a heavy set of particulars. Yeah. This, the cast was stacked. Okay, I'm going to set the table. <clears throat> okay, what's going on with your boys? <laughs> um I wrote these notes five weeks ago. So Five years ago. That's how it feels. <laughs> um, we start with a girl on a camcorder saying, I need a father who is a role model, not some horny geek boy who's going to spray his shorts whenever I bring a girlfriend home from school. What a lame <laughs> That's how the movie starts, people. Someone really should put him out of his misery. You want me to kill him for you? Yeah, would you? We hear Lester in a voiceover saying, I'm 42 years old. In less than a year, I'll be dead. Of course, I don't know that yet. And in a way, I'm dead already. Mm-hmm. What could go wrong? I mean, we already know. We've been told. We've been told the ending before it even happens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He just told us. Okay, uh... People of color, 1999. Not living in their particular neighborhood, eh? <laughs> must not be in the city of Chicago. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Gotta be a suburb. Anybody yeah. see any people of color? No, none. Big goose egg. One of the in,
1: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see it in the school. But I, it was, yeah. 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 Uh, so do we have a cast? Oh, we do have a cast. Jeannie, do you have have... a cast? Yeah, look, I decided to save this one for
0: you. Aaron Bush cast moment. Well, here's my cast, because it had to go about in a roundabout way. I mean, we said it off the bat. There's no black people at all in this film.
1: No, no. Asian people, no Hispanic people, no. It was a pretty white film. It was a pretty white (laughs) film. So
0: here we go for my cast. The Fitz family is watching on television the 1943 film, This is the Army, starring the future 40th president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. Oh, we're back to Ronnie. Yeah, because, well, this was five weeks ago, and I, I had been listening to the Dollops podcast, a two-part series on Ronald Reagan, Wow. Wow. Highly recommend that you go watch it. And to keep in mind, because here are some facts about Ronnie that you probably won't be seeing in the Dennis... Quaid. Quaid. In the Dennis, quote, keep in mind I also played Jerry Lee Lewis, Quaid, acting film. Because remember, he did play Jerry Lee Lewis. And so uh he 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 has a history of i guess playing <laughs> problematic uh people that a certain segment of the United States idolizes okay so
1: again and you know who you are
0: listen to the this the dollop episode 400 special guest star patton o'swald Here are some things about reagan that i learned ronnie's father was for the redistribution of wealth. He was against the KKK and he loved Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and so did his son Ron. He also believed that the government should own public utilities, not private companies, and he was a big believer in public housing and a New Deal Democrat. Oh, well, he was someone I would like. When Ronald Reagan was in college, he was in a frat, and he urged the president to resign over uh, programs that were being cut. And he urged the student body to go on strike. Fast forward to when he's governor, he will call the National Guard to the campus of Berkeley and UC Santa Barbara because students were protesting. And he will make the quote, if it takes a bloodbath, let's get it over with no more appeasement. <clears throat> Remember though, when he was in college, he was the guy saying, "We're gonna go on strike. We're, we're right. that's what we're gonna do." Um, going back in time, during World War II, he was a pacifist. He was a vocal pacifist, made it known. He had two deferments during World War II, and when he was finally drafted into the army, he was stationed to the first motion picture unit, which was stationed in Culver
1: City, California. First motion picture unit. Have you ever heard of it before? Well, you have now. Mm-hmm. But they, there were a lot mm-hmm. of people who like,
0: um, Ford, the the direct. A lot of those are Ford. Francis Ford and Coppola. Not Francis Ford Coppola. John Ford and, um, th- yeah, like William Wyler. Those oh, yeah. Guys, yeah, They were they were making, um, you know, documentary and like combat and like they're the reason that we have. Footage of combat right, is because right. there were people in the United States Visual Information Corps and that kind of like units who were combat photographers and stuff. Ronald Reagan was not doing that during uh-huh. World War II. Okay. He spent every night sleeping in his own bed, uh, always had warm meals, all that kind of thing. Um, so it's kind of funny that, but he didn't make war movies and he sold Bonds and because his face was always around. He, that's how he gets ushered in and people remember him as a war hero, not because he was an actual war hero, but because he played a war hero. And then as he got older and his brain turned to spaghetti, he <laughs> kind of believed that he like did all of those things in the movies, that that was real life. so was real, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. And also, his brain turned to spaghetti way before, like, it, way probably around the time, like, thought. I yeah. was born, his brain was spaghetti. Yeah. Um, he read somewhere that during World War One, veterans were forgiven their taxes for the years they served. So, he didn't pay taxes during the war, like, that he didn't fight, you know, um, But the government didn't do such things for World War II veterans and Ronald Reagan was pissed off. So he ended up owing the IRS some money and his movie career had been tanking. And by that time, he had three kids. So he was like it was pressuring up on him. Um, Nancy Reagan was not his first wife. That's Jane Wyman. There's a whole bunch of stuff on that. But Nancy, she was an actress. Oh, are we gonna go into Nancy? Oh, well, well, a little bit, but let's just say that Nancy Nancy didn't test well on screen test. Nancy's but she wasn't without talent. Right. It, she do we did like Nancy? Not,
2: Do
1: we like Nancy or does she suck too? We're gonna Suck oh, is good.
0: Interesting. That's good, a good it,
1: one. Christine. She did not have a freakishly small mouth. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: She was
1: known. I don't really,
2: I don't know if you know this about me. I don't really dabble in like
1: Learning about old presidents isn't the right, thing, right. you know, so I'm, you know, you're going to find this interesting.
2: I'll, I, I educate myself about what's current and then we, move, you know, no need to hold space in my brain for old. Understood. Faces, Understood. Know. That's
1: what you have
0: my brain for. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't. Yeah. So, okay. So like I was saying, Nancy, does she suck? Yes.
1: Evidently. Literally. Yeah. And Evidently, very well. Everybody and anybody. Ooh. I yeah. mean that song Throat Goat. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> oh God. Yeah. yeah. I well, mean, listen, you... Have you ever heard
2: Throat Goat?
1: I'll I send have it not, to you. And okay. I don't think I will. Shout out to
2: Kim Petras. I'll send it to you after. Yeah. No, you will. You'll. No, I mean, I'm not gonna say you're... you'll
0: enjoy it, but <laughs> but think of think of Nancy Reagan as you're doing because that's what she was known for. Now. She and so that's how she kind of was able to stay afloat into Hollywood so that she could get into the circulation um, where she would run in and cross paths with one Ronald Reagan. Now, the thing about Nancy, she adored her father. Who? Well, OK, so what were the traits that her father had? Who? Who is her father that she adored? Well, her father hated blacks, Catholics and Jews. Well, there you go. And she adored that man. So um, she had a lot of her fathers, I'm sure, just because if if that's known, like the, somebody who hates blacks, Catholics and Jews, that's not somebody who um, usually they're quiet about that. They usually have a lot of theories yes. and very vocal in espousing them. And little Nancy just lapped them all up. OK, back to Ron. So in 1947, Ronald Reagan is the president of SAG. Screen Actors Guild. Screen Actors Guild. The talent agency, MCA, wanted to get into TV productions. Mm -hmm. And so Ronald Reagan, as the president of SAG, negotiated a waiver from SAG so that MCA could do both, be a talent agency and get into TV productions, which is a conflict of interest. And also, no other talent agency got a waiver. Now, why did MCA get a waiver? Well, maybe because the MCA was a talent agency that represented Ronald Reagan. Huh. So MCA got Ronald Reagan tons of t- TV shows, and he was able to be paid at a higher rate than he deserved. Because remember, going back to that, he owed the IRS money. He, had, he was having mm-hmm. money issues. So he, used, he leveraged his presidency of a union to... line his pockets. In 1953, he became host of the General Electric Theater. So he would go to General Electric plants and he would make speeches and his GE handlers would give him talking points about the problems of labor and how communists were taking over unions and big government. And other groups soon ask that. Hey, hey! Other imagine other companies going. Hey, can you get that guy who's talking about how bad unions are to come talk to our employees? Yeah, come do that. So then he started doing that. General. I wonder Le-
1: if he went to General Electric in Cincinnati and my daddy heard him.
0: Uh, do you think? Because I yeah. They, they made the jet engines
1: eventually.
0: Okay. So the General Electric Theater. A program that had 25 million viewers a week. And on that show, he was that he was spouting off deep right wing viewpoints because um, I think Nancy's father was in the John Birch
1: Society, which is. The, oh, I'm sure. She, yeah. I'm so sure.
0: so he's kind of getting all these speaking points and stuff. So then um, again, while he's president of SAG, he. Um, He was—he's still the president, though, of SAG, while he's talking, going around talking shit about unions. Like he's the president. It's a, uni- of a union. Isn't SAG a union? SAG yeah. is a union. Yeah, They're yeah, currently yeah. on strike. Correct. He's the president yeah. of the union, and he's going around making money, talking about how horrible unions are. He negot—while he's the president for SAG, he negotiates SAG residuals for old movies that were not being uh, played on TV. Um, so in the meantime, General Electric gave him 25% ownership of the GE theater production. And no one knew that he was also management and negotiating with the actors. This is all stuff that has come out afterwards. So he negotiates a one-time payout from, okay, because... Think of, so we, you know how we do old movies and stuff, right? So th- a lot of these movies that we've done, things like Casablanca, that was in the 1940s. That was before there was television. So then television comes along and they started playing the t- the movies on television. So it's kind of the same thing that's going on now with AI and with streaming and stuff. So anytime that something new happens, that union has to be like, well, wait a second, how are we going to get compensated for that? Mm-hmm. So there were a whole bunch of you know TVs like we need stuff to to broadcast so they're like here's the old movies but then the actors are like well, wait a second why is Casablanca being played over and over again and I'm not getting any of that money like, what's going on So he negotiated residuals for the old movies so like the older um so but it's a one time payout for Movies done between 1948 and 1959. Oh. It was just a one-time payout, and then it's done. And then after 1960... 1960- after that. Yeah, but after 1960, then they would get residuals. So all the old stars got screwed. But yeah. he didn't care because he was making TV money. Because he was part of the management getting, like, the deals with the whole GE stuff as he's going around talking shit about how bad unions are. Mm. In the 1950s, he was accused of raping actress Celine Walters. She was 19, he was 41. Mm-hmm. A week a week later, she married Nancy Davis, who became...
1: He Nancy married Davis. Nancy Davis.
0: Yes, he married. So, that's... And, the, like, Celine Walters is on... She She's like, I guess they call it date rape, but she has this whole quote about it saying, I guess they call it date rape, but there wasn't even a date. So, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. He just had his way. He was also, yeah, I'm going to say it. He was also really good friends with Errol Flynn. And Errol Flynn is a piece of shit. She treated women horribly wrong. Got away with so many. Like was actually in, in this time frame. One of the people who actually got arrested and put on trial for rape.
1: But wow.
0: Because he was Errol Flynn, he would do the, look at me. Look at her. what why would I ever do anything to that? Like, you know, just using the looks and stuff. So, um, that, that was the kind of people that he ran with. So it kind of, I, I don't know. Take with that with Jewel. Um, in the 1960s, he opposed the civil rights act. He opposed the voting rights act on the cover of look magazine. He's standing next to a racist lawn jockey statue. And he wins the governor of California in a landslide. You can look up that picture. It's there. I saw it. Um. So when their first lady of California, the first family, Nancy asked the old first lady to move out early so that she could get uh her decorating on, I guess. And then she calls the governor's mansion a fire trap and an eyesore and moves out after a month. Um. Girl. The blow... Yeah. Fire trap. Yeah, fire trap. She was Put like, my, my yeah, we okay. need to move out. So the dream the blowjob queen of Hollywood said she was uh, offended by the orgies that were happening at the American Legion Hall that backed up to the mansion.
1: Oh, oh. because she wasn't invited.
0: I don't know. Maybe she had retired. Oh. She, she was like, the throat is closed. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So then they had friends that bought them a fancy house and paid their lease. I I don't know how that works. Then Nancy complained, quote, she's quoted as saying this, you would think the state of California would provide a residence for the governor and his family. They do. They did. (laughs) You didn't like it. So then the state starts paying their rent and building a new mansion. At this point, the state of California is already in debt. Um, So in order to offset that, Ronald Reagan lays off career employees, slashes university budgets, gets rid of free tuition, cuts 3,700 jobs in mental health and closes hospitals. That doubles the number of mentally ill people entering Mm -hmm. the criminal justice system Mm -hmm. in California, which we are still seeing to this day. Like Mm -hmm. it's wild. Like people are like, oh, what about the homelessness in California and all that? It's like, well, maybe let's go back. Told to Uncle Ronnie, and when he was in charge of the state. All right, so he's the governor. So now he's going to launch his presidential campaign using what's called the quote, the Southern Strategy. Where oh, he goes, yay. Yeah, he kicks it off saying, Vote for me. He's in Philadelphia, Mississippi, which was the city where three civil rights activists were murdered in 1964. And I'm just going to end the bullshit that is. Ronald Reagan there because um, I'm sure it's gonna come up later as his Swiss cheese brain like just ran amok and but that's that's just so it's just as somebody who just got back from D.C. and seeing National Airport and that statue and also out here when I drive home from the beach I'm on the 118 which is the 118 but. It also has a different name, Ronald Reagan. It's just wild that this man is so beloved by people. Yes. And all of the just just, just horrendous, nefarious stuff. A lot of it I didn't even get into where you're right. just like, right. this guy? Like, this guy is one of our heroes? So I'm sure that it'll be interesting to see what lipstick this Dennis Quaid Oh, Paints mm-hmm. on this man because he really, a lot of the things that people are pissed off about the country now. I mean, it could like cause and effect. It's
1: yeah. So that's my cast. Oh, I believe Ronnie could be in the fuck boy cato- uh category. Mm, yeah, I believe it. I mean that we didn't even get into Iran-Contra
0: and what he did to crack to the inner cities.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so now we are to nerd alerts, and I don't have any. Neither do the dry <laughs> so, Aaron, take a take oh. a drink. I keep going. All right.
0: The Aaron Bush hour continues. <laughs> Alright, this movie came out in September 1999. I just want to say you thought we did research? <laughs> I thought. You thought. I played myself. <sighs> um. Okay, so when this came out in September 1999, what was the world like then? The I Euro... 12.
2: I was 12.
1: 12. You were twelve. <laughs> oh my God! That okay. That's mind blowing. Okay. okay. I can't wait for people who are young yeah. now.
0: Like people who are young now are gonna.
1: How old gonna do you think I am? It.
0: I know. I it's, understand. It's just but, wild because I think like. Is this what you're saying, Mark? Because 1999 to you seems like it was just
1: yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You were not twelve yesterday. No,
0: <laughs> but there wow. are people I'm sure they're not listening to this podcast who were born in 1999 and they're walking around. They're drinking. They're legal. You're allowed to if you were born in 1999, you're allowed to drink. They're legal. They're like yeah. in their early 20s. They're they're what everybody is Um, like trying to get their money. Right. Aren't they the hot demographic? The, the, they're the cool, hip ones. And they're like, well, we're young. And if you're lucky enough, the same thing will happen to you. So in nineteen ninety-nine, the Euro currency was established.
1: Yes. Yes. That was just yesterday, wasn't wow. it? Yes. Like 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 every country didn't have their own anymore. And we had been it had been seven years since we'd gotten back from yeah. Europe. And That's what I loved about it. Okay, this is Swiss, this is French, this is German. I loved having all the different currencies. Yeah. Well, you thought. thought. (laughs) Uh
0: Um, Bill Clinton is acquitted of impeachment proceedings in the U.S. Senate. Yes. The Kosovo War, which started in February 1998 and went through to June 1999, Um, there was just like a bunch still going on with that. The Federal Republic of Yugoslavia, which is Serbia, Montenegro versus the Kosovo Albanian rebel, rebel group, AKA the Kosovo Liberation Army. And then there's Serbian Albanian, Albanian beef going back to the 1876s. And there's just been massacres of Serbs and Albanians. And so that was like a whole things still going on. The president of Niger was assassinated.
1: Um the Columbine High School shooting. That was I, like the first one that was really like Isn't that the first one that really like I think it was the first one where there was actually like news coverage
2: and yeah. like and there was like video and like photo attention. And yeah. yeah.
0: And it was, and it was, because it um was so so many casualties mm-hmm. and it was yeah. so just horrific and it was so uh, and now it's i mean yeah. in
1: the uh, another school kid dead uh, uh, uh. yeah
0: like the five weeks that we've i did some there's a stat coming up of something where i did like guns and that stat's already thrown out the window after five weeks it's ridiculous because of all of the things but that was like oh a, at a school and now it's hey yeah when isn't it at a school It can be anywhere. The United States Women's National Team won the World Cup at the Rose Bowl.
1: Oh, we know somebody cares about that. Seems like a distant memory, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Little 12-year-old you. Back in the day. The
0: Back in the the good old... The the glory days. The glory days for the American women. Yeah, but after they won that, they went on a a bit of a cold streak for a a while, Mm. so... Um, the second Chechen war begins. Yeah. That was one of the first things that Putin did as president of Russia. So he's just been Yay. doing things for a while. Napster is created. Mm. Um, and this is, I guess I was starting my sophomore year of college. So I guess I take that back. I was starting my sophomore year of college, not my yeah. freshman year of college.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So we could actually talk on the phone at this point instead of just texting. Did we, did we have text back then? Yes. No. In no. 1999? 99?
0: No. We could call on the phone, but I had to call like 15 different numbers and you all never called me. <laughs> I always had to be the one to call and I had like a calling card that you would like oh put in the number God. and yes. then you have to dial all yes. these numbers. Yes. Yes. were, Yeah. And I was, and everybody, other people's parents would call them. And I'm like,
1: my parents never call me. I would cry. I couldn't. I would cry. And then you would cry. And then it would be crying. Let's be honest. She was was
0: busy on the football field. She was. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it was the fall. That's true. The top films of 1999, Tarzan, the Disney Tarzan. Oh, the Disney Tarzan. Okay. The Matrix part three. Oh. Still no, never seen it. I Neither. Mean, I mean the first it. one. Oh, you've never seen The Matrix? No. No, no. Wow. No. Oh. I mean, I know like
2: this
1: thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. but-
0: <laughs> oh wait, it wasn't the Matrix Three, it was the Matrix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It would have been the yeah. first one, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do they mm-hmm. not do that in every matrix? I think they do a variation of it. I thought that was The Matrix, okay. but it was yeah. The Matrix. Yes, okay. that was number four. Number three was Toy Story Two. I mean, they haven't done a bad one yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are always adorbs. And mm-hmm. make you cry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I saw this. The third one. Oh,
2: the oh. third one was great.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, um,
1: I mean, when you're thirteen. The third
0: <laughs> one came out like two years ago. <laughs> that's funny number two was the sixth sense
1: oh because you okay. walk, you walked on that i mean you didn't walk on the yeah set, but you walked by it and yeah mm-hmm. so i really
2: this is when i really started getting into scary movies oh and i really wanted to see the sixth sense in the theater yeah and my dad was like if you're gonna watch the sixth sense then you've got to watch a real scary movie first. So he made me watch The Shining before oh, I could shit. go watch The Sixth Sense.
1: <laughs> Whoa, Tim is rough. Yeah.
2: Oh wow. yeah, there was a, well, you know, everyone is not a winner in my household. That's
1: right, that's right.
2: And so my uncle Claude took me to see The Sixth Sense at the beach and at our, I'm gonna sound, at our beach house, it was a beach sh- shack. We had, it was a two <laughs> bedroom And upstairs was the attic that had about eight beds in it. So everybody, my mom got a bedroom downstairs, and my grandma was downstairs, and anybody else you had to sleep in the attic. So I'm in the attic, and like we said, I was 12. So I was just, I did not want to spend time with my family. Like that's the last thing I've I've got to be by myself to have my headphones on, listening to my like Walkman or whatever, the probably CDs then, and I was in. The attic and all of a sudden I saw a ghost and I just ran down the stairs screaming for my mom, mom and my dad and his brother had rigged a sheet with fishing wire up going all the way up it was hanging on the hanger and they were downstairs pulling it, and I had my head it so they were trying they were like it took so long to get to notice it because i was just like you know listening to the battery boys or whatever and
3: oh my <laughs> god yeah after i've so seen the funny. Sixth Sense
2: in a creepy attic that house is haunted i swear that house is haunted because i think my grandma was dead by then yeah she died when i was young and so i like i that house there's it's haunted yeah
1: that's so. funny. It did prepare you for life with us, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's awful. Yeah, so that was one of the top movies of the year. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, my two.
0: patronage. The number one film of 1999 was Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Oh. No interest.
1: No, I, I really feel like oh the Sixth Sense was that was an amazing film. That was a mm-hmm. great film. Yeah. And the twist. Oh. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like he's still trying to live up to that. Like like he. Oh, it's not a good comment. Uh, he. Uh, he really. Like, that was his apex. It was man. Who, yeah. Bruce Willis? So good, Bruce Willis. And mm-hmm. Haley
0: and Haley Joel Osment for that. Mm-hmm. And the director M Night Shyamalan.
1: And wait, the mom. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, just got goosebumps.
0: Okay. So the Oscars they were <laughs> nominated was the talented Mr. Ripley. Mm-hmm. The Insider. Mm-hmm. I like the Insider. It was about the guy who like got everybody to realize that smoking caused cancer and killed a whole bunch of people huh. yeah and uh, it's what's his face plays him in the Michael Mann film mm-hmm. Russell Crowe is the insider oh okay Yeah, okay. the hurricane which that was Denzel Washington yeah mm-hmm. the end of the affair and British right yeah I think Um, and the winner best picture for this year American Beauty American mm
1: Beauty. Huh?
0: So oh. there, there you have the nerd alerts.
1: Wow! Think of a of a twelve year old Christine, and now look where you are. <laughs> You're welcome.
2: I still like <laughs> the sex
1: sense. <laughs> yeah, just beware of the red. Um. Okay. So weird reheatables, negatives. <clears throat> Tile countertops never made any sense to me. All that grout. You can't clean all that grout on a tile countertop. Okay, moving on. Mm. Mm -hmm. I have (laughs) self-degradation. I mean, yeah, trash battery heatable. Toxic parents. Luckily, you don't. Ooh. Um, Nazi shit. Oh yeah. Didn't yeah. that remind you of that yeah. place? Right yeah. Mm.
0: It's always it, because it's just,
1: huh. It, it's yeah, just It Who, a, who a wants stuff. to actually collect that? Like, yeah. eh, but actually, I mean, we were in Germany 79 to 82, 89 to 92. And, and you'd go to the flea markets you wouldn't see a lot of it. I think that by, right. By Cause it's 90, against the law. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. 89 to 92. It was all like undercover. You had to, but why would you want that anyway? Okay. Moving on. Well, How about- cast.
0: I, to me, I'm just like, that's like, you can, I think people can say like, Oh, it's a historical artifact and that kind of thing. Yeah. But- I guess uh-huh. may, if you have like maybe like one piece of China or something, but to me it's just cast of like, uh, uh didn't we almost have it all kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I think.
1: That yeah, I, like, make America like, great again. I was
0: just reading a book called *The Sentence*
2: by Louise Eldritch. It's about an indigenous. She's an indigenous woman, and it's about an indigenous-owned bookstore that's haunted, and um it was just written in 2021 and so like it and it it's includes like um every it includes like all like it takes place at, starting in 2020 i think so and they're based in minnesota um so because but anyway they go through all the pandemic and everything like that and you know bookstores were like patron people books still it's like you know the way of supporting your local business and whatever but they were saying this woman called this white woman and she was like you'll never believe what I found under my grandmother's bed I found a box of bones and they're like indigenous bones or whatever and they were like we don't want these but bo- like okay but can you give us the land back like I don't know it's just yeah, like you right. know she's like oh look here I'm giving you this thing but I can't remember the full story don't quote me on all of it but it's like the same thing of like but like i don't want this like my dead ancestors bones like you stole all this land from us like how about we start right. there
3: mm-hmm. right
1: also you should read it's a good book okay Maybe. homophobia mm-hmm. never a good one you know whenever i see someone who is so extremely homophobic i usually think Oh, I think you're actually gay. And yeah, you're it's the to yeah. It up, you know, is it like a
0: Shakespearean thing? Like, oh, dot. There's something they dot. Protest, protest but... too
1: much. Yeah, Uh the all the gay slurs. Adult slash teen sex. Teen means teen means not ready yet. Teen. Well, okay. Teen. Well, it's illegal. So you're talking statutory rape. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> six. 15 and under right but oh, even i, I okay. thought it was like 18 i think you know what it
0: might vary from state to state so i'll this,
1: bet it does there and I'll bet the i think now go, i the,
0: think now it's wild this. it's
2: eight under 18 i don't think
0: i feel like there's
2: so so i'm mistaken. sure there's a
0: loophole somewhere but i think if it was brought up to the I, don't, I, I feel like there's maybe it's just a joke and maybe it's a stereotype but I feel like there's places where the the lawyers wear what is the seersucker suits and they go yeah. and they
1: puberty is consent like I feel like right, there's right like, has she gotten her period then she can't consent um and abusive relationships oh yeah okay so those are my negatives any others
2: There's a lot of places you can get married at 16. Actually, yes, there There are are. like my mom would barely sign. They let me get my belly button pierced when I was 17. You got your belly button
0: pierced.
2: Yeah. Oh, I
1: can't imagine you did not
2: Everyone did. No,
0: my belly button is so sensitive.
2: No, it's not. It's not actually your belly button. It's like the part <gasps> before, above. It's just you don't feel thing. it. It's like the, it's like this part of your elbow.
1: Yeah. <gasps> However, I was at lunch one day with with a with a woman, and she she had to adjust because her jeans were rubbing the wrong way on the piercing. Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah, but I don't have anything pierced on me, so that's. No, you don't. Cause I, I had, I had an impale situation that almost took my leg. So, and my life, it almost you, took my life and my leg. Okay.
1: okay. It's a bit of a stretch. Uh, well, maybe your life could have been gone, but I don't know about your life, but okay. No,
0: that, that's, I was talking to my physical therapy coach and I, I mentioned how it was because I'm like, this is the leg that I'm having trouble with. Does it have anything to do with the foreign scar going down my leg? And she was like, oh, maybe. But was it? very deep and I was like they said it was very it was a very deep infection and then she rattled off some like thing and she was like you're lucky to be alive if it was that it's true like a deep infection gets oh in I the- know
1: and they had to do the drain out the lower and it was and I slept on that green naga hide chair and all you cared about was your daddy coming back for- <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. go ahead teeny you what we never think? let
0: me forget that
1: um, I wrote creepy old men. Yes. And and he wasn't old, old,
2: but he was old uh, enough to be called old. Yeah. Creepy friends, dads, I guess. Oh. Um, 90s homes and decor. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Like, it's just never. I don't know. Just very beige and very. Yeah, very. Uh, yeah, there's nothing like. Well, I don't know, like every other decade, I feel like there's something you could point at, at least a fun piece of furniture, but it's like it was beige and a
1: a dark beige and a light beige. Yeah, there's not really much good to write about home.
0: They did a lot of that because they wanted to the reds to really pop when the reds were in the scene like the color red is a big deal in this film right but like also that's how all 90s humbles look yeah
2: yeah yeah um i just wrote this down i can't remember if this is what happened in the movie but this is negative in life kids knowing where their parents guns are yeah i don't know
1: if he found that yeah but oh, just having guns bad. in the house is an issue for me. Or yeah, something. I mean, yeah. But like, at least don't let your kid know.
0: I know they might take it to school and shoot their teacher. Mm-hmm. Which brings it back to Columbine. And or, I, like, as or, a, or just pick it like, out up out of
1: curiosity. And... Well, your mom, she's sleeping in bed. Because yeah. she didn't get up and make them pancakes. All right. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that I mean there's so many gun deaths that happen that like that's why they like happen. on like on accident. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Because Sometimes that's all I wrote. Huh. That was well done. Okay,
0: let's see what I wrote. Um how old everything looks. I think this kind of goes into what Tini was saying about the decor and stuff, but I yeah. remember watching it's just, it like, and immediately outdated. Yeah, but it's it's just wild to look at it and to be like, I remember when that this was in style, like the um the car that they were driving, that Mercedes Benz. I remember when that came out, and now it's like if you see that on the road, be like, look at that old old ass car, you know? But I remember when that was the everything was that was the the latest and the greatest, the huge computers. That was a
1: she had oh a computer God. in her
0: room. I mean, the computer that... That was as big as the computer. I had a huge computer my sophomore year. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the camcorders. Man. Yes. And that was a fancy camcorder because it was DV. And I was it like, was. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, the CGI of the rose petals. At that time, it was... Whew, well, that amazing. was CGI. Yeah. It was just bleeding eyes and stuff, but now I'm like, oh. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um our normal folk didn't
1: know the difference. We didn't. We we just said those are <laughs> rose petals. So that's beautiful. Aren't they pretty? American beauty rose petals.
0: I think Looking at this from 2023 and how all the write-ups say that this is a middle-class family. And I'm like, oh, you were rich. Come on.
2: yeah. No, I don't know. I just saw, I actually just saw, a t- 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 welcome to my TikTok corner. Mm. Zoom? Uh, yesterday, and it was a girl, she didn't specify how old she was, but she said she's a millennial. millennial. And she was like, both of my parents are school teachers. And this mm-hmm. is where I grew up. And she lived on a lakefront house. She was like, it's a three bedroom house. It's nothing crazy, but like they could afford it. And we had a boat and like they were public school teachers. And she's like, my, fian- my husband and I both make com- like what my parents made combined, like well into their careers. And we can't even afford whatever. And she was saying that um there's two houses for sale and then that neighborhood that our parents are in and one is 550,000, the other one's 1. 1.2 million uh-huh. so you could like almost any like oh not anybody many people could afford homes right? well yeah
0: that's the point that's why it's a negative reheatable rest in peace the oh class. i think you, you didn't believe they were middle class yeah rest in peace yeah, God. Ten, ten. Like me yeah, looking at it, today, you're either 1% or you're a nobody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like looking at it, oh, today, I see. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm they're saying that yeah, it's the middle class. And then I'm looking at it like that's middle class. Like right. to me now.
2: That, and you know that house is over half a million dollars now.
1: Right. Yeah. Ugly. Right.
0: And the car? I this is a little factoid. I've already bored Ma with it, but there's only one car being manufactured in the United States that retails. For under $20,000.
2: What is it? The, oh wait, uh, a Kia Soul.
0: No, it's the Mitsubishi something. Mirage? Mirage, the Mitsubishi. Yeah, and you can't the even Mirage. get
2: a Kia for under $20,000 anymore?
1: Nope. No. Damn.
0: Yeah,
1: because there was something on Facebook about um in the 60s that you could have a one, a one parent working. Mm-hmm. And have a, a three bedroom, two bathroom house, and send all your kids to college with one person working.
0: Hmm. So it's almost talking like to,
2: I was talking to one of somebody we know the other day, and they were like, they have a one year old. And they were like, "Well, I'm officially spending more money than I bring in. Yes, um yes. daycare daycare is two thousand dollars a month and rent twenty five hundred right. that's cheap for a one bedroom so already you're in a one bedroom apartment you're sharing a room with your baby and then right. you have to pay two grand to send them somewhere
1: yeah
2: mm-hmm. and it, you get what and you then you want to wonder why people don't want to have kids and why yeah. people needed abortions like get out of here
0: right it's almost as if, like, I don't know, that, like, maybe somebody came into power or there was, like, some sort of political movement
1: that well, was I happening.
2: <laughs> I have a good quote. Would not be a good time to share it? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is your negative, vehicles. but I'll take a moment.
0: Hey, hijack it. I love it.
2: I read an article that you probably read, too, Erin.
1: Um, <laughs> and yet, no... <laughs> Nowhere does it fall on anybody's uh, uh, idea that I would have read it too. <laughs> no.
0: Well, I know someone who it would, but that's- a I don't read
1: dissertations,
2: either. yes. <laughs> Time Magazine, an article by Stephanie Zacharyk, Zach published September 18th, 2019 for the 20th anniversary of this movie. And she was saying how like, when this movie came out, it was, like, best picture, and you kind of, everybody loved it, but mm-hmm. now it's kind mm-hmm. of fallen off of the ranks, and, like, people don't really talk about it that There's much. There's a
0: backlash, yeah. Yeah,
2: not, yeah, but less of even, like, a backlash of more of just, like, a, you don't hear about it. You're an outlier if you dislike the picture in 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, and the quote that I wanted to read, I took a screenshot. She said... No matter how I feel about American beauty, I could never call it dated. For better or for worse, it's just one of those pictures that struck a chord with people, perhaps because none of us yet knew how bad things could get. The economy could crash. We could end up with a president who'd turn our nation into an embarrassment, maybe even lead it to ruin. Terrorists could fly planes into our most visible skyscrapers. American beauty, through no fault of its own, couldn't have pointed the way to those things. But it's a movie from a time when we didn't know what we wanted. From where we stand now, the dark buried desires of affluent suburban men and women, no matter how ludicrously they're presented, seem even a little touching. Maybe that's partly because our eyes have been opened to the way so many men, unlike Lester, regardless of how you feel about them, have simply taken what they wanted with no regard to whom they're hurting. Ooh.
3: Mm-hmm. And well
0: I'll, also, I'll also point out that the I mean, the most diversity that it is is that it's two gay men. You, it'll be, you know, they're two white gay men, which yeah. oh, they're gay, but they're still two men. It doesn't. Correct. Everybody is. There's no diversity in the film whatsoever. It's it's just a very interesting. Like I guess yeah. that's when America was great. And like yeah. now, looking at it, it feels silly to be like wow you feel
2: this bad about your life like when he in the beginning he's like well yeah how'd i get here this day and age you'd be like well how'd i get here living on the street like and he's like I'm, i live middle class in a giant house with a family and i make fine money great mm-hmm.
1: very comfortable bed very comfortable shower well we don't know that but you know <laughs> well, he enjoyed that number. he enjoyed that
0: shower a lot That's true. um Oh, this was back when you could enjoy Kevin
1: Spacey's acting. Yeah, I we went through a period of uh, Kevin Spacey love. Really? Man. Gotta say, we, yes. Really... We did. Oh, did you see, see the, the usual, usual like susp- a Take or leave. Did, did, I understand did, that. But if you see the usual suspects, never seen it. Because um, that was the
0: first uh, time I remember seeing him. uh uh-huh. Was in that. And then he just goes on the string. It was the usual suspects, midnight in the garden of good midnight and midnight in the garden
1: of good and evil like he
0: was just bringing out a string of things yeah. also um i was going through i in my senior year of high school i went through a big bobby darren phase and kevin spacey was a big bobby darren fan mm-hmm. and so he was he did the biopic of bobby darren um and then he shows up and he was um dude house of cards and that was one of the very first streaming thing of like yeah, yeah, we yeah. yeah. Um,
1: right
2: did we watch house of cards adam no he shook his head no
1: no he wouldn't no. that yeah. it was very it was yeah i think we tried true. yeah we
2: tried that's right this was around when um that vampire show was on yeah true blood true blood which that's Alan Ball created, oh, this is when I started I used to go over to Adam's apartment on Sunday nights and we would watch True Blood
1: and Boardwalk Empire. and I think we tried yeah. House of cards and it's just yeah, like, Man, we're too dumb. I could no, I'm not too dumb, but just not up your up your alley, yeah.
0: yeah. And you said you don't really care about the presidents and the politics. No. So, you know, so that, of course it's not gonna the presidents royal family politics count me yeah, out. you're out. No blinds or curtains on the windows. Here's a here's a tip I go by. If you can't see out, people can totally see in. You know, my mom always tried to tell me that
2: because I would always have. I love natural light, so I'd always have my mm-hmm. blinds
0: all the way open.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She would always try to tell me that people could see me. I'd be like, no, they can't. Well, now w- growing up and being more of a murderino, how do you feel?
1: I, don't I think know. I'm just
2: one of those people where I always feel like there's somebody more interesting out there. Yeah. I'm like, why would you ever? You know, which is silly.
0: Well, also, you don't live alone. Also, I, I live so in what... a dark abyss. Nobody can see me. You have to really try hard. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I don't. I do pay
2: attention to it, though, because I know that we can see
0: people.
1: Right.
2: And I like looking into people's houses. Not in a creepy way, but, like, when you're walking by, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: I have the, I mean, it took me 10 years of living here before I realized that I could buy, like, this the stuff that they put on on windows and it's. You know, it's, it's like the shower door kind like of stuff. Film. Yeah. yeah. They told me that I could put, I was living as just a straight up mole person. Mole over, people. Yeah, 10 years. And then I got the film so that I, I could put it over and I could open it and people could only see like my feet and stuff walking around. Because right. when I go home, they open the front door. And I am very much aware that that door is open and it is, I'm just like this, but it does let a lot of light in and I like it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, there is. And then when it gets, when it starts getting dark and you look and you're just seeing yourself back, that's when you got to close everything down. Cause people can see in and wait, we- who? Yeah, you do. I just i i have
1: to have light in the house. I can't. Make I know, but it's it's
0: it's when it gets to the nighttime because of how the you know light works and stuff that I'm like I don't like like no I don't I don't need people uh, I just don't just cut off that's I have too many things to worry about I can't be worried about that as well so oh. and then just
1: Ricky being creepy and stuff. Oh. Um, but can you ever watch a plastic bag floating in the air? I still can't watch a plastic bag floating I in the air there without thinking about it. Yesterday, we were driving around, and, and I saw a plastic bag float, and then I went, American Beauty. With that quote.
0: So today, I was on my walk, and I'm walking, and there was a white plastic bag, and I just laughed because I was like, oh, it's not dancing. It was just sad. It was like, oh, oh it was a sad
1: plastic bag.
0: Oh. Um, high school girl saying that she's a sex worker. I feel like, I don't know, but maybe not because, you know, kids are always cruel and horrible. But maybe today people would tell her you've been assaulted, (laughs) miss. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, miss. You've been assaulted. Um, We already mentioned this collecting Nazi dishes. Also, the stereotypes of military officers Mm.
1: is just wild in films. If you really look at it. (laughs) It's They're really always. hard having your spouse be a military member and watching films where every military person is a buffoon. It's really hard, or just uh, like a stick up their
0: ass and mm-hmm. very, you know. When I would tell people like, "Oh yeah, my dad was an officer in the army," they were like, he must have been so strict. Oh my gosh, did you have to like just drill sort like like he was a he drill wasn't sergeant. He was a marine. And I'm like. Yeah no
1: that
0: like that's no because
1: uh, I had this mom who would take him down to the guest house and have a talk with him also okay. he was in a funk band like come on this is, it was a means to an
0: end Thora birch was only 16 when this was filmed oh wow and actually- oh you, She's the daughter. She's uh, Jane. And so she's she has a nude scene in this. That she's 16. And it's actually her? Actually her. Her parents had to approve of it. And there were child labor reps that accompanied the parents on the set. But it's just they
2: were like, Yeah, sure. Go ahead and do it. Yeah.
0: How much money am I getting? Sure. It's just really because it's also like, is it is it really needed, though? I don't exactly. exactly. but then it's also she's sixteen, but she had the reps. So I like I don't know. it's if she and but that's the thing where where I keep like bumping though on her age of being sixteen because i I believe in her autonomy and she's allowed to say what she. How she feels about it, and maybe she doesn't feel a way about it. But I'm still like, it's 16, at 16 and she's in
1: a. You don't yeah. have, well, at at 16, a lot of people don't have the background knowledge to know. Yeah, I'm fine with this or not. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's that's hard. It's very very interesting. And then, um, I have guns
0: because. Like we said, this came out and it was Columbine and, um, like it has this quote, the quote in it, the movie, the most powerful thing you can do is fire a gun and all of the Colonel's guns. And it was kind of, this to me is the, I mean, I didn't, despite growing up an army brat, I was not raised around guns at all. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, but but we also did, we played with guns. Like we had toy guns, so it wasn't bazooka. Yeah. like toy bazookas and we would play guns and stuff, but I don't know. There was always to me, there was always that line. And it's just interesting to look back in 1999 and then Columbine and where we are now in the gun culture. Um, Again, this is in 2023 and it's already outdated. There, there were in July when I wrote this, that there were 409 mass shootings and, this defined a mass shooting as four or more people shot. I mean, this doesn't count Jacksonville. This doesn't count many things that have already happened within the last five weeks. Um, In 2023, there were 465 deaths. In 1999, I read that there were 44 people killed in mass shootings and that that was actually a significant jump because of the casualties of Columbine. Um, And it's hard to say because the, f- the current federal definition didn't start until 2013.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's just, I, and every time I think about, cause Columbine happened, I was out of school. When Virginia Tech happened, I was out of college. So I, I mean, I just skated on that. I do specifically remember Ma, you telling me that if I ever saw a gun at school, to walk out and leave and you were like don't because I was very much like I want to get in trouble because she would follow asshole. every
1: rule there was
0: because i ultimately it comes down to my laziness and people tend not to hassle you when you um do what you're supposed to but there was that... just a shooting at my college last week yep at UNC, at and, UNC. Was,
2: and a professor was killed and, and you know, it's like the the front page of yeah. the Daily Tar Heel the next day was just texts that people had sent and received during the time like there was footage of people jumping out of windows hmm. to try to get It went the viral. Thing, but yeah. But the newspaper
0: thing went viral. Shout funny. out to the Daily Tar Heel. They've always been an outstanding publication. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. It, it's just wild to believe that that is that, and also that we like they were just okay with it. Is mm-hmm. is, just like, is just and bonkers. still are yeah. and still are okay with it. That goes back to this of, of of it was me watching this and kind of being like, Oh, is this I know it's always been like a slow moving thing, but in nineteen ninety nine one of the biggest movies that is all over everywhere and everybody loves it and people have seen it and gone to watch it and it's getting all of these awards and accolades and having like just guns being, Oh, this is great. Like how many women probably saw this movie and was like, Oh, I need to go fire, a, need to go fire a gun. And that's going to solve everything. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, I
2: wonder, I mean, I don't think it could. Yeah. But it was
0: before it was such a common I think it was before it was, like, in the mainstream, but because yeah. that that movement, like, the NRA had been, like, moving. Oh, up. yeah,
2: but, like, you know, just to the average person who, you know, if you didn't already have that mindset.
0: Yeah, of just breaking it open and being like, oh, wait, I'm in the suburbs, and this is, like, oh, but, oh, okay. I Yeah, let me go try to, to shoot a gun and that kind of thing. And then also Jane not thinking it through. Um, you think killing your father, like... It's going to solve your problems? You're going to be psychologically fucked up. What the hell? And then this one just blew my mind. because I was like, wait. I am older than Lester? <laughs> what? Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. How old is he?
2: 42. Like, yeah. Wow.
1: wow. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the world
0: but then I'm I'm like oh I just I guess I kind of am Lester just without the whole family and all of that so there's (laughs) I just skipped all of that and I'm like Lester you could have had it all bro but no you had to go and get married and have a kid and all that could have been living the life
1: like me so now we're to positive reheatables and I love drunk Annette Benning. Yeah, Yeah, she's good at that. She was so good. Like a lot of times, you can tell that somebody's acting drunk, but she, yeah, she's Uh, a really great actress. She is. She is. Ricky, I have Ricky. Wonder why? I do. Interesting. it
3: was pretty negative for me. Yeah, (laughs) I
1: know. I'll never look at plastic bags in the way the same. In the wind, the same. And Chris Cooper, I think. Let me turn my page. Yes, that is the end of my positives. Okay. Let's get to my page. I have, when
2: she's showing the house and has a pinky nail missing, I just felt that was so, like, such a good uh, detail.
1: She's their pinky nails falling off. Because if you've ever watched like Selling Sunset or um the New York one about real estate uh, million dollar listings, you don't think of the real estate agent going in there and actually doing cleaning. Mm-hmm. Because those people in their Gucci outfits and they such. They don't, but a lot right. of normal ass ones do. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: The Beatles song because. I enjoy
0: that song. Because the world is ba ba da da, yeah. It's a little scarier a, in that version. Yeah, is that a
2: <laughs> Beatles
1: song? Yeah. Because, okay, I was. I was, doing it, I was doing it my style.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on, I nailed it. <laughs> and You're then, silently. She's silently laughing. I am, uh, it, 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 the joke went over very well, almost too well. But it doesn't sound like it. It
1: sounded like <laughs> I died when you listened to
0: this. Uh,
1: I did a rendition of the song Oklahoma in the car. And yes. Poppy was so unimpressed. Like, <laughs> the opposite of impressed. Would, uh, he was just downright, uh, he was ready to put me out of the car. <laughs> he was.
0: But it I think was, that was—I think that was a cherry on top of the already it had been mounting, and then oh, now she's doing
1: this quite boisterous. I sang Oklahoma, which is—I'm sorry, but not all of you get to experience. <laughs>
2: I'll sell um, tickets. And then I like movies where you know the that start out by telling you the ending.
1: Sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. But you don't know how we got there. Right. Yeah.
0: And then those are my positives.
1: Nice. My positives
0: are the score, how it's mostly percussion instruments. I think the score is like probably the best reheatable for this. I'm sure it is. Oh, I yeah. love the score. I like
2: the one beetle song.
0: <laughs> I love, like, you'll hear it in so many other places. You'll hear it in trailers and stuff. I think that it has become iconic i just i love it it's all percussion instrument it really propels
1: the i scene, noticed it's... that
0: myself mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh man annette benning's hair it made me want to look up the year that the real housewives started because that hair what year was it? the real housewives started in 2006 oh okay Oh, okay, so, but like that hair just just big it,
1: it yeah, it yeah, okay, I'm still like i still I'm still
0: flummouxed by how the big hair is
1: achieved and continues to reinvent itself, yeah, I'm just especially I, via real housewives mm-hmm. in. There's many products, but also a lot of genetics. Mm. More product than genetics.
2: Like, is it? No, but a lot of, well, I mean, but a lot of people, you do have to have the genetics to be able to get it. Like, my hair would never do that. It doesn't
0: matter how many products you do. I think, but isn't it like a t? Isn't it like a scaffold? Like you, you basically like uh, knot up
1: the hair. Teasing's like, not
0: really big these days, though. And then,
1: and then Best you put it over because it's so bad for your hair. Yeah, but, yeah. Back in the day, like the healthy hair these days. Right. The teasing was, yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I just find it to be. I would watch that Modern Marvels of.
1: And now <laughs> there are like. Clips you can like, extensions you can add, and I mean, it's just crazy. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just. Oh, now you're all
0: for big hair. I see. <laughs> um. Oh, I don't. Okay, what is this note? It says controversial and perhaps not the best time slash way to tell your daughter. But it's true. Oh, yeah, when Annette Benning tells her daughter, the only person you can count on is yourself. But in the scene, it's kind of like a, a jarring thing for her. Well, I'm like, oh, man. But
1: she's right. I mean... Someone you got, did I ever tell you the only person you can count on is yourself? I'm sorry you did, if I but not You did, but in not
0: you did it in a better way than she did it
1: oh of I, course i did mm-hmm. yeah i
0: remember like you weren't like you no, know because you would have probably workout. still been like you can call me we'll be there for you and course, she was just kind of like no nah, you can only count on yourself girl yeah
2: <laughs> but- oh yeah
0: but sort of having that like i mean i don't know but like i know that poppy did in his like poppy ways and stuff of like oh okay to really, I mean, when it really comes down to it, it's like, it's like you and us. And I was like, oh, okay. Got it. Um, But yeah, but also it doesn't, because it's a fine line because it doesn't mean you can't count on other people. But the truth is. But that's just the way it works. It's <laughs> like you have to, it's like a give and take, but you have to like it's that that's nice to always have in the back of your mind, but then you also can like, that doesn't mean that you can't trust other people. Oh yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to, you know, put that in your, I call it in dateline brain. Oh, okay.
1: Dateline brain it.
0: Um, and then I don't know how believable is it that Lester didn't have sex with Angela. I know that he doesn't because that's his story arc and he's just like oh but I think if every man actually acted on the things
2: I I think it's believable.
0: I guess yeah I guess I guess okay. I just feel I like
2: it's. People are gonna make decisions every day, the right decision every day.
0: Right. Like everybody's gonna yeah. do the wrong thing. Right. Mm, that's that's an interesting way to think of it. And yeah. I'm not,
2: you know, I hate people, but
0: you know. <laughs>
1: why we love you so um so it is to me it's good kevin spacey versus um not so good kevin spacey is so it kevin
0: spacey or less like we're talking about the character right lester
1: lester <laughs> I, I think lester would have hit that i don't know
2: i think he just
0: was I, like, that's what i'm saying i think so too
2: I don't know. I think he was all talk and like wanted to.
1: Very possibly. That's how he
2: ended up in his boring life
1: anyway. When he realized she was a virgin and then. And then he was like, let me
2: take all these risks. And then he was like, actually, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good
0: point.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah. But I know that there's a lot of men who would not. (laughs) Exactly. Just. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's just my thought. No, I, yeah. I like it. Cause I knew like what I was saying. I was like, I want to hear what, what other people But have to somehow say I like, usually that? I don't worry about like I I just think I don't know what I'm gonna say. But
1: oh I wondered, just I think don't. he I just you know maybe the benefit of the doubt. Mm,
3: I would like yeah. to
1: think that he would at that moment think Oh, uh, my daughter, but I don't think you would have thought, that my thought. so. Mm-hmm. So, um, are we to Tini's TikTok corner? We already did it. Okay. So, what are quotables? Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Put a little more in there, cowboy.
0: Who was that?
1: I have no idea, but it <laughs> is really funny. Somebody was pouring a drink. And somebody said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Put a little more in there, cowboy. Yeah, that could be
0: one of a
1: quote that you will say. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jane, honey, are you There's still a little room
0: in that glass.
1: This is Annette Betting talking to her daughter. Jane, honey, are you trying to look unattractive? Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs)
0: Thank you for never saying that to me, ma. I feel like I've heard that one. (laughs) I, I haven't.
2: Like with something I was wearing or something, yeah. When I came home
0: with you-
2: my when I came home with my lip pierced, I'm pretty sure I got a version of a that. Lip pierced?
1: Yeah. Wow. I have not seen any signs of that. Do you I have mean, pictures of all of
0: you with all of these piercings? Said- I was dating Adam when I had my lip pierced. Why? Really? Really? like I met when I met him. He's asleep. He won't know. Him.
1: Was it a hoop or was it a stud? They had both. Wow. Where on your on side? Classy. Oh, I'm going to go bottom. on the metal. Oh, the bottom. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not judging. I am not, because I sounds love like you. you both are, but I, it might whoa. sound that way, but that's why I'm telling you, I love you uh, uh, unapologetically. It's
0: more of just a, an, an interest because, it, uh, like I said, nothing uh, piercings.
1: I whoa, 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 I don't know. Mm. It makes behind my knees hurt. Mm. Gonna make more not hurt. Uh, <laughs> I watched you very closely, and you didn't mess up. That's the mother talking to the daughter. Uh, Mm. I was not that mother. I was not that mother. No. I was a mother, but not that one. If people I don't even know want to fuck me once, it means I really have a shot at being a model. I don't know. No. She, yeah, Angela. Because said there's that. nothing worse in life than being ordinary. That was yeah. the um. Beer, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm so sick of people taking their insecurities out on me. And things have changed since 1973. I cannot tell you where those came from in the movie because it's been five weeks. So those were my quotables.
2: This is a good reheatable. It still stands today. What's new in the world, dad, this country's going straight to hell. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Uh, It's okay. I wouldn't remember me either.
3: Yeah,
1: (laughs) I like like that
2: Uh. It's a great thing when you realize you still have the ability to surprise yourself. Makes you wonder what else you can do that you've been missing out on. Oh. And then this was everybody's um, AOL instant messenger away message at some point, if you were in high school and this movie came out or middle school. Sometimes there's so much beauty in the world. I feel like I can't take it and my heart's just going to cave in. Mm. And then I don't know if this is part of the same one or a different one. It's hard to stay mad when there's so much beauty in the world.
1: Wow. Like that dancing plastic bag. Yeah.
0: I have passed the asparagus because he does it a couple
1: of times. And And they just. Oh, asparagus situation. It has to have a special dish. It has to have a special um, um, utensil.
0: Yeah, it was very like Thanksgiving. Like their dinners were like Thanksgiving dinners.
1: Um,
0: we had those her, dinners every
1: night. I don't know what you're talking about. No,
0: we had family dinners every night, but it wasn't the asparagus weren't like served. Everything was served on the plate from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Thanksgiving, like buffet style. Oh, um, buffet. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Her mm, husband. Rest in
1: peace. All right. Oh,
2: yeah. I saw the thing. And then the guy from Smash Mouth died. Oh, he did? I saw that he went. Yeah, he basketball. died today. It's sad. And then somebody said it's a rough week for white people music.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Buffy. The this Smash Mouth
2: guy was only 56. Dang. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Buffett was only what
0: seventy six. Mhm. But Buffett got the, the skin cancer. Oh, he was in the sun too long. Mhm. Too many cheeseburgers
1: Ooh. in paradise. One too many tequila sunrises. Every bill comes due. But you know he had a good time. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah man, did. did he did. Man. And like right.
2: before, we knew too much about sunscreen. You know.
1: There was a time mm-hmm. you just sat out there with the uh, bacon grease on you and tried to and get I, it as uh, tan I, as I possible. Will,
0: I will say this and I have now definitive proof. Cause I spent a week at the beach in the Delaware sun. And how many times were my feet out in the, in the sun? Just like a, a lot, right? Cause my body Seven was day. in the shape. And I was always, remember how I was always like reapplying the sunscreen mm-hmm. I came out to California in the California sun. I was all like shaded up and stuff, except for my feet only out in the sun for 15 minutes until I put like UV pants on them and towels on them. My feet are so they, they, they got every time they get burned and I, I put sunscreen on the bottom of them. All wow. of them My feet are problematic to the rest of my body.
1: It's a and then, can song. you even imagine
0: the sun in Margaritaville?
1: Because mm, you don't give a shit in Margaritaville.
0: I mean, I I don't like. I know that the song exists, but I don't know like the lyrics of it. So if you guys are like tossing,
1: <laughs> it's not a Bonnie thing. Rate. So like, I don't know
0: the lyrics. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it's gonna go just over. Because, my uh, head. Just
2: because we're white doesn't mean we've memorized all the lyrics to Margaritaville. Wow. Are you ready?
0: I <laughs> did. I. I did, I was like, oh, is this some weird thing of like I was that y'all all a joke? Margarita
2: <laughs> Bell's probably a hot place.
0: <laughs> it it is. Um let's see. Oh, that's the day I realized that there was this entire life behind things and this incredible benevolent force that wanted me to know there was no reason to be afraid ever. Mm. That was it's in the it's in the plastic bag scene. That's the part of the scene. Oh. That's why the plastic bag dancing is it, it in all the beauty in the world because that's when you realize that this is an incredible benevolent force behind it. Oh, okay. i mm-hmm. I'm just an ordinary guy with nothing to lose.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's the scariest thing of all.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, this always made me laugh. One day I was like, hey, Lester, can I see you? And he's like, for you, Brad, I've got five. It's like, do you have a minute? It's like, for you, Brad. Had, that's just one of those quotes that's always been stuck in my brain. And when somebody's like, hey, do you have a minute? In my mind, I'm like, for you, so-and-so, I've got five. That's, that's like when at work, it's not like, at work, you know,
2: you're entitled to, two. thank you to Labor the labor, Labor Day. We have laws now. So, you know, if you work a shift, you you get some 10-minute breaks in there so you can step off. Oh, Um, in California, we get two 15-minute breaks. Yeah, but not here. Yeah, California has all the strict rules. But anyway, they'll be like, can I take a quick 10? I'm like, you could take the full 10 minutes. Don't don't make it quick.
1: (laughs) Take all 10, but not 11. For you, Brad, <laughs> you've got ten, uh-huh. but you're now at nine and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tick, tick, tick. And let's be real,
2: I'll probably see you in twenty. So
1: <laughs> you got to light the doobie. <laughs> you got to buff on the doobie. <laughs> the seventies were, wild. and if then, then I'll see you never. <laughs> So now we are to least valuable P, (laughs) the LVP of this movie to me was striving for the perfect life as seen through others' eyes. Mm. Always wanting to have what everybody else thinks is the perfect life. Where if, if you just went with what your perfect life is, you're probably living it. Mm. God, that's a good one.
3: Yeah, <laughs> man,
2: I want that to be my LVP. Because I was just gonna say the guy's dad, the Nazi dad.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he is an He's LVP. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. He's definitely an LVP. No, mine is um, mine's Ronald Reagan. <laughs> 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 i mean he appeared yeah, no, in this Ronald movie Reagan. and man well, i mean God. you guys don't understand the victory <laughs> like five I, weeks really me. like I you do. don't even understand how what everything was coming together with this man and i was i was I could have split atoms. I was going nuclear on Ronald Reagan. And so I have Ronald Reagan and my explanation will be in the MVP.
1: Okay. So we are to MVP. My MVP. wow. I'm rather impressed with myself is the writing Alan Ball. Mm, mm -hmm. Because I mean, just the quick snippets and uh, yes, the writing quotables. Yeah.
2: Um, my MVP is the plastic bag.
1: Mm. Nice. I
2: think about it every single time.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice.
2: And so does Katie Perry.
1: Yes. <laughs> let's see.
0: My MVP, let's see. This was again. <laughs> okay. My MVP is Professor Ann C. Hall. I don't know anything about this woman. <laughs>
3: Wow! (laughs) I cracked both of them.
0: Okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. fine. We We love, we love Professor Hall. Well, I don't know. I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say because I I put a preface in it. I don't know anything about this woman except what she said about this movie, according to Wikipedia. And it really resonated for me. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. She could have some sort of way out there problematic things. Okay. But under this context, she's my MVP. Okay. Because I guess I could say in the past five weeks, (laughs) I've been thinking about how so many people in this country really like Ronald Reagan. Um, And... Like, I just remember I'm of the age where a lot of things got in my lifetime got renamed for him. Like I said, National uh-huh. Airport. Uh-huh. There's a highway in Cincinnati that became named after him. Uh-huh. The 118 is named after him. And I drive by his library when I come back from the beach. And so, and he's getting a biopic and just all this stuff. And I'm just like, how is it possible? But this guy who, like, to me, he's right up there with um, Robert E. Lee, you know, like, uh, like, just this man, what the hell? And so this is the quote that Anne Hall has in Wikipedia. Quote, the Burnhams are unaware that they are, quote, materialistic, materialist philosophically and devout consumers ethically who expect the rudiments of American beauty to give them happiness. Mm -hmm. Aker argues that they are helpless in the face of the prettified economic and sexual stereotypes. And that they and their culture have designed, that they and their culture have designated for their salvation. I was just like, oh, that's why. Because it's just this materialist materialist philosophy and just consumer ethically and so they just like are just like okay we'll just buy 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 just keep buying stuff to feel like lester he buys that car because right that was the car that he always wanted when he was a kid and he just right. like buys it and they never stop to look around them and be like why are there only white faces around here uh-huh. what is that and, it, and if anybody would come in and be like hey do you think that maybe you're so miserable because you've never they looked at the past and what this all was really built upon because maybe if you looked at what it was really built upon that some of the things that are trapping you within your own prison that those walls would fall down but they're no they're like white knuckling it because this is what, we have our place and this is our place in this we are middle class and this is what we have and we're going to hold on to it because if we don't, if we lose our place in society, then what will we have? We'll have nothing. And I don't know. It just made a lot of sense to me of like, oh, that's why this guy is, is like deified and is loved. And it also doesn't help that or hurt that he did have a like a grandfatherly thing to him, you know, like, the Ronald Reagan had a thing where he was like, um. oh, you could, he was, like, I mean, imagine the mind fuck I'd be in if my grandfather had black hair. <laughs> like, luckily, he didn't, because maybe I'd be having a, a queen thing. Because you know how, like, I'm like, oh, they, I know that the queen did, like, horrible things and stuff, but I can't completely... Be against the queen because she reminds me of my grandmother because she looks just like my grandmother. She really did. So yeah. if like Ronald Reagan looked like my grandfather would I be like oh, fuck this guy. I, I don't know I think I might but it's just interesting like there are a lot of people who they're like oh he was just so grandfatherly and he he just um, had a nice like persona and and but you don't look past after that because a lot of people don't it happened in the past and it's Mm -hmm. all just, it's just Gorbachev tear down that wall and and that kind of thing. So I don't know.
1: And they did fucking tear down the wall. They did not because of him, but that, and they were like, Oh, that war is over. And Putin's like, you thought, (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay. I did not do a recasting. I was really like, uh, committed five weeks ago to do a recasting but then I got in vacation mode, but I did have Angela. My Angela would be Elle Fanning. That's all I did. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know if it, I didn't do a recasting either. And I don't, because this is such a film that is of its time. Like Teeny said agree. with the 1999 ism of it. And like, Oh, you diversify it and stuff, but it would, you would almost be peel, like you would peel back that part. And then like that part would need, there'd be so many other layers that you would have to
1: peel back
0: to, to be, it it just, it just is a, it's just a really weird movie. And it's, but it, if, I mean, it'll be interesting just in years from now, or just if there was somebody who was in their twenties who watched this, who wasn't alive in 1999 just be like, yeah, this is kind of how things were in 1999. It's like that, like in the in August, the beginning of September of 2001, how it was just shark attacks were the big thing. And it was just like shark attacks. And oh my gosh, it's the shark attack and all this shark attack. And then you had no idea like what was just around the corner. So uh, like that everything was going to change after that.
1: Right, right. So I'm taking it. Nobody did a recasting. No. And I'm going to move on to Tasty Titties.
2: I do have a Tasty Titty.
1: Please, Christine, go.
2: I have a Tasty Titty about the who this movie was based on, the real story.
1: Ooh. Yes.
2: Of Amy Fisher. Oh. Yes, 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 yes
1: and Joey Butafco. Mm-hmm. Butafco the the Long Island Lolita.
2: Yes, Amy Fisher was known as the Long Island Lolita, but I so Amy Fisher, this is from Wikipedia. I watched but I watched some TikToks about it. I guess it could have been my TikTok corner. There's very informational things on there. Um so Amy Elizabeth Fisher was 17 when she committed this crime
1: yeah
2: and i heard conflicting things of like i saw one video where it was like amy fisher like got when she was 16 her car got damaged she took it to the car repair shop and then she was so enthralled by joey budifuco that she kept damaging her car to bring it back but then i saw another thing that said that Her father was actually, she was just with her dad when he went to go get his car fixed. And clearly it wasn't on her. She was 16 when this started. Right. But
0: but the, like
1: the news and stuff, they. Oh, yeah. It was all. I mean, everything was Island, Right. It was all her fault. She was the temptress. Right. She was 16.
2: Yeah. Um. So, regardless, she and Joey became sexual um, <laughs> with each other. They
1: had sexual <laughs> intercourse. Uh,
2: and then she found out, but then he was married. So, he had a wife.
1: Yeah. And he
2: was 35 when they first met, I believe. 35 yeah. or 36, Of her, both things. Um, and then you know, her 16 year old brain, she was like jealous of his wife Mm -hmm. as it goes. Um, so she went to his house one, one night, um, they had a 15 minute conversation. She and the wife from what I heard. Um, and then the wife was like, you got to go. And then Amy took out a gun struck Mary Joe Budafuco twice with it and then shot her in the head. Mm -hmm. Um, Doctors worked on her all night and they were able to save her, but they couldn't remove the bullet from her.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And she was arrested and she spent seven years in jail. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, I don't know. There's all these things, like the two of them, like then it turned into this whole media thing. So she got out of jail And then they went on like a media tour. I saw one thing that said they pretend Joey and Amy pretended to date or like rekindle their relationship, but it was all for the media. They didn't really ever do that. Um, And tried to, there was at one point going to be a reality show about it, which is awful. Um, And there's these weird, creepy videos of Joey Butafuca like, kind of joking about it and like oh. never really, I don't know. It seems like he didn't, he didn't get this, you know, He not, and just based on that time, like you were saying, like nobody really, like she was the one that was at fault. You know, it was like, oh, right. she's like right. this silly teenager who seduced this man and now tried to kill his wife. Um, and then there is, a I this, I didn't watch it. But there's Drew Barrymore, I think, played um, Amy Fisher in the 1993 TV, made for TV, the Amy Fisher story.
1: I'm sure I was. And apparently
2: Alyssa Milano starred as her in Casualties of Love, the Long Island Lolita story in 1993. There's like been tons
1: of things made about it. Yeah, Um, it was too hot not to tackle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
0: was it was on that and that that was when they had like a current affair, a current edition,
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: like all of those tabloid t- hard copy, like all these things, and mm-hmm. it was basically like the tabloids on te- tabloid television and stuff. And I remember, um, yeah, it, that was a big deal. And then like when she came out doing all of those kind of the circuit of, and it, I mean she was like 16 so when she comes out yeah. <clears throat> there's there's part of it where it's sad because on one hand you're like this is disgusting what are you doing but on the other hand it's like she's 16 how she needs money and this is right she sees right. this as,
1: as a bit of a, a honeypot as it were oh,
2: yeah, yeah and it's I mean, like i'm sure that fucks with you mentally you were 16 this happened to you you were taken yeah. advantage of by this man Then you're thrown in prison for seven years. Yeah. And then it's just like, we already know that the resources there, especially in 1993 or whenever this was, was not great. Then she's released into the
0: world. Right. Yeah. Somebody had cut a whole bunch of mental health things when they were in Mm -hmm.
1: charge. Reagan! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that was my... That was excellent. Yeah. That was such. That was so. Yeah, so bad. I didn't know about
0: that. Mm-hmm, I remember because oh, it, it was on the huge. TV. Because
1: I was your age. Well,
2: 1993 was that it? Yeah, because I was thirteen. I was six.
0: Mhm. But I was I was like thirteen, so I was just what? And you turned on the TV, and it was all those shows.
1: Plus, we were just back from Germany, where we had very limited um access to television stuff <laughs> and then we come back and it's like oh my <gasps> god the world is open so we got yeah. cable yeah What? yeah we got everything we got whatever we could get yeah okay i have uh sam mendez uh two girls change over time jane is let jane has less and less makeup. Angela has more and more makeup to show that Jane is gaining confidence and Angela is losing Mm -hmm. her self-confidence. Although, but I thought that Angela, and maybe
0: it's, I don't know. I thought that Angela did, though, have a, a good she had a, even though it's flawed, but we do, we live in a flawed society that she kind of did have a helpful worldview as far as using, like, she was aware of what oh, her yeah. currency was. Exactly. And how to exactly uh, leverage that to get ahead in the world. And so I could, it's sad because there's that, the girl that's underneath it, But she is living in a world and in a society, especially in 1999, and then we're going into, like, the 2000s, and you see, like, you know, Britney Spears, and the fashion of the early 2000s, and Maxim magazine, and, like, the things where it, it was, and Paris Hilton, it was about... A, like a woman looking a certain way, you know, like Victoria's Secret. that Selling yourself. It was
1: selling and, your image. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it seems like, I mean, I could, I could understand like watching it. I was like, well, if she, at least she's aware of it. So maybe she can navigate that in some way and use it and, you know, get money and that kind of thing. You know what I'm Until saying? Until push comes to shove. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, and
0: then it fades, and then is she going to have her face look all... Um, like, is she going to be chasing the youth because that is what she gets her... Like, um, what's her face in Valley of the Dolls? Yeah. Jennifer. Oh, yeah, 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 How, yeah, like, yeah, she kept... Yeah. And then once they're like, oh, well, they're going to take your boobs from you, then she's like, ah, checking out. See ya. Cashing my check. I'm leaving. So...
1: I have Alan Ball was at the World Trade Center Plaza when he saw a plastic bag floating around and that gave him an idea. Yeah, it was those because
0: I don't like those winds. Between the buildings. Yeah, they were something else, man. It would just come in and just like just these gigantic wind tunnels. So I can imagine that that's. But it how is crazy be.
1: how even even today in 2023 when I saw a plastic bag floating I immediately, mm-hmm. immediately came back to this. I have seen in bed shot 10 times. you what scene in bed?
0: Probably the scene in bed where they're talking about murder and Like they Alan opened
1: it AB Annette Benning kept cracking up. Oh, so it was Annette Benning oh. and um, Gallagher Yes, 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 yes. Originally, Lester was supposed to sleep with Angela, and I wrote, on a white sofa?
0: I mean, just having a white sofa. That's yeah,
1: stupid. that's negative in itself. Stupid, anyway. Uh, originally, Frank had a, ga- a gay lover who died in Vietnam, and that's why he was so fucked up. Mm. Now, any Vietnam vet, is gonna come back fucked up cause every I mean, you came back to a child killer, and you know, so that was that was originally, Jane and Ricky were convic- convicted of Lester's death. yeah, his like daughter be- and the Ricky were convicted of killing Lester, yeah,
0: the beginning was. It was going to, the video, and then it was going to, I think, cut to, like, them in the courthouse, and, like, that that was being used as part of the trial Mm -hmm. for their conviction and stuff. Yeah. Those are my taste. I have that Sam Mendes was approached by Steven Spielberg to direct this because Steven Spielberg had been impressed with his stage versions of Oliver and Cabaret.
1: Nice. Now, Sam Mendes... Um, married Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet, but that didn't last, right? Yeah, they're no longer together. Okay, this is
0: the he was the sixth director to win Best Director Oscar for his feature film debut.
1: Oh, wow, Mm -hmm. that had to, I mean. That was a could lot that, of pressure. How could that not mentally... Like, I'm thinking of M. Night Shyamalan and Sixth Sense. Well, maybe because he he cut his bones in
0: theater. So he had done a whole bunch of theater, and he was more of a theater guy. And then maybe they're like, yo, here's an Oscar. So it was just kind of like, okay, well, I'll try my next film, and if it doesn't work out, I can always go back to theater. Ah,
1: uh, okay. Maybe. Okay. I
0: don't know. <laughs> I'm not an Academy Award-winning film director. What do I know? Um, Alan Ball is a Buddhist and said, quote, I had an encounter with a plastic bag and I didn't have a video camera like Ricky does. There's a Buddhist notion of the miraculous within the mundane, and I think we certainly live in a culture that encourages us not to look for that. Mm -hmm. Because that's always what I thought. Like, people are be divisive of people like oh the bag but to me i was like oh the bag it always it is just a visual representation of this beautiful force within like people get literal into like oh it's just mm-hmm. a dancing bag in the wind but it's like no it's that force beyond it That so I, I was like oh it does it does make sense and especially the, like there's a i wonder if that's sort of the the re I, I could see how, like the, the movie when it came out that now people are like, oh, it was overpraised. And so now people are like underpraising mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But it does ha- when I was watching it, I was like, oh, there, it has a lot of uh, what I'll call woo wooism. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like especially when he's the voiceover and stuff, which the voiceover is a throwback to Sunset Boulevard, which is a film we still haven't done.
1: We mm-hmm. haven't. It's a long one, but yeah, we have to do it.
0: Um, oh, and when you're we talking about how originally Lester has sex with Angela, Alan Ball changed that after meeting with Walter Parks. um he's a famous film producer because Walter Parks pointed out that in Greek mythology, the hero has a moment of empathy before tragedy occurs. And he also said it was a good business move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not of your
1: main character, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Mike Nichols and Robert Zemeckis both turned it down.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Sam Mendes cites that he was influenced by the 1984 film Paris, Texas. And Mm -hmm. Sam, I know, we'll put it on the list. Sam Mendes and Kevin Spacey studied Jack Lemmon in the apartment. The way he has an an ordinary man, yet he's a very special man. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then Annette Benning to get into her character, she said, I used to babysit constantly. You go to church and see how people present themselves on the outside and then be inside their house and see the difference.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Um, in 2005, Premier Magazine... Listed this as one of the 20 most overrated movies of all time.
1: Oh <laughs> shit! Okay. And this goes to what you're saying.
0: My the director Sam Mendes, he thought it was overpraised at the time too. Okay. Like, I was just like, oh whoa whoa, like stop yeah, the that Yeah, so take a that, back seat. Yeah, yeah oh, that on. also I think could kind of help things. It had 8 Oscar nominations. So it was nominated for best actress and that Benning, best film editing and best original score and it won best cinematography, best original screenplay, best actor Kevin Spacey, best wow. director and best picture. Oh wow. Yeah. So it certainly the, did. Those are the tasty titties. I think, like, it's, like, I like the movie, and I think, like, for all of the reasons that we said, but I, I also remember how hyped up it was. And yeah. So I, I, I don't think it of, lives like,
2: up to the hype. No.
0: Yeah. I, you know, it's a fine movie. Yes. Good quotables. hmm I think it also, like, an important, that it it teaches an important lesson about, like, um, you know, just cherishing, like, living in the moment, being in the now,
2: right.
1: you know? Right. so. Alright, uh, well this has been American Beauty, and so next week, it's not on me, <laughs> thank God. Well, I had these two
0: movies that I wanted to to do, um, but neither of them are available to stream, and I think that that's very odd, because they were, it's Norma Ray and another film that Chris Cooper was in, Matawan, they're both about Unions and striking, and I thought oh. it was very interesting that as we have two strikes going on with the studios, that these two films would not be anywhere to be streamed. Mm. Wow, mm. interesting. Uh-huh. So, um, one of them we could, like, you can see the Matto, Matawan on, um, YouTube. But as I was looking for union type films, uh, um, okay. I did come across something that is available to stream on Max. And it is a 1976 documentary. Oh. And I think I probably saw this my sophomore year in college. I was it all ties back in. But this is um this is in, in this is one of the classic documentaries. Like when people talk about one of the the finest American documentaries, I, like this this film will come up. Okay? It's, it's directed by Barbara Koppel. Okay. It's called Harlan County, USA. Okay,
1: S- Harlan H A R L A N Well, that sounds very Kentucky. Well, it's about
0: 200 Kentucky coal miners and their battle to unionize. Oh. Mm
1: -hmm. And we can watch it on Max. Yes. Okay. And its name is Harlan County. Harlan Harlan County, County, USA. 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 Mm -hmm. Union. Union. Yeah, I thought it was like wild that the... I agree. That's freaky.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, interesting studios. Well played. I you suppose. Know. Mm-hmm.
1: like nobody's gonna notice, but Gone with the Bushes does. We hope our 15 listeners come back. Mm-hmm. And I thought they, you know, it all ties in
0: because we got the strikes going on now, and today is Labor Day, so yeah,
1: mm-hmm. labor unions.
0: And it's I just think it's because int- it's not it's just what my eyes glaze over when I think about unions. And I think that that's like been on purpose of how like mm-hmm. that's been that the only unions that I know of are police unions. So mm-hmm. uh, I have an icky feeling for that. And then like teachers unions. And then that that's always they're always getting blamed for everything. And so
1: you'll just and like, they people- are non-existent for uh, I mean, I got to tell you, from my experience, my 30 years in education, my union did fuck for me. But I paid the dues every mm-hmm. year because I knew some parent was going to come and, and it never happened. Thank you. But yeah. But I
0: just I think that it's that it's that's not. It's not on accident. I think that mm-hmm. it, I think that it's not on accident and which I'm sure I'm going to bring up in cast but that the history of unions and as um, I think that it's intertwined in a map of the downfall of the middle class and the percentage of unions. And when you go into that and looking at why unions got um, brought down and looked less upon, caste is significant in that.
1: Because well,
0: I believe that. Black people were excluded from unions. And so if you're excluded from a union, then it's like, oh, here, take the jobs. And then they're using the cast of that to be like, oh, whereas instead of saying black people come into our unions, mm-hmm. now everybody's in it, uh, a tide, it raises all ships. And I think that that's but that's not something that people get into. And it's definitely not something that is taught. And so I just think that it's interesting. Because I remember just being at work and people, um, like, they weren't talking about it specifically in terms of work, but just, like, a the union come up just to discuss that people have it at the idea of unions. And I'm just like, wait, how, how did this go about happening? Hmm. Interesting. So I just thought it might be very interesting in 1976 to see yeah. what the Kentucky... Coal miners were up against,
1: and how that oh, the reflects miners. today. Oh, yeah, okay, dude. okay, cause okay,
0: cause it's cause I think people are getting kind of more interested in it because it's it's actors and screenwriters, and I think a lot of people are learning now that the Tom Cruises and the Matt Damons and the Kate Blanchets of the world, the Sandra Bullocks, that they're the outliers, and that there are a lot of people who make hollywood go exactly i mean i'm out here in california and the place i'm in if that goes tits up i'm leaving california because i can't afford it Mm -hmm. it's it's ridiculous and so just it's just a
1: very interesting equation we shall see well listeners it's great to be back and we are back and we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of American Beauty. And next week, we'll be dealing with unions. Hello. Mm. Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, Bye. I
3: didn't even...